and Melissa Carone through the 19 apple teenies she had had at the All You Can Eat Sizzler <laughs> was like, oh my God, they're voting for fucking Joe Biden twice in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Which she explains to us now by saying that what the policy was supposed to be, and these are her words, when it jammed, they were supposed to throw them away and then rescan them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> after they had thrown the battle. <laughs> God awful movie. Movie. Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because enjoying ourselves is exactly what they'd expect. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend Heath. And right, Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. So, you know who makes a great pillow? Who's that? Casper mattress. <laughs> <laughs> they do. A lovely pillow indeed. And sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I'm fine, Noah. You see that? That is a complete sentence. <laughs> just, wanted, just wanted to prove it was possible you at the like, outset here. You could spell it out with no ellipses or <laughs> weird hyphens because you just don't know what punctuation would signal that type of a pause. So subjectively, Eli, you'd say you're fine? <laughs> I don't mean to interdict you. Oh, no, I oh you beat me to it. You beat me to it. I know, but I accidentally used it right. I can't help. So I can't believe you induced me to that joke. You induced me to that joke. So don't worry, audience. Eventually, all of this will make sense. It'll be worth it. It'll all be worth it. So <laughs> tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? We watched Mike Lindell's Absolute proof documentary proving deception on the Faith Unveiled Network underscore 360p. <laughs> it's the story of exactly what that sounds like. It's the story of Mike Lindell trying to explain voting machines like my grandma trying to explain how to tape one show on her VCR and watch another show at the same time. <laughs> For two hours. Oh, this was a tough one. Yeah, it was painful. And speaking of which, Eli, just how painful was this movie? Well, if you love the hard-hitting news reporting of the Tucker Carlson show, but your consciousness resets every three words, you <laughs> will love this movie. This is like the memento guy trying to read Shakespeare backwards, the documentary. Oh, yeah. I don't know about you guys. Took me eight and a half hours to get through this one. That's I, That might be a new record for a two-hour movie for me. All right. So, hey, hey, so... Uh, before we get all this bad news about Mike Lindell, the Mike, my pillow guy, I should point out that setting aside the Patreon only bonus episode where we reviewed Wonder Woman 84 last month, still available along with over 50 more bonus episodes when you donate as little as a dollar an episode at patreon.com slash God awful. This is the first time in 2021 that we've actually the three of us have all been on the show together. So, you know, good to have the band back together. It's ooh, nice. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. I can't ooh, ooh like that. I smoked for way too long. Okay, so is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best to be the worst? Best, at? worst fade outs. <laughs> best, worst fade outs. <laughs> They're in the middle. It's fade outs from talking. <laughs> it's amazing. Every single time they're about to show us their evidence, they fade out. And several other times just for fun. It's just two hours of like, okay, so 
Here's how Biden stole the election. If you look closely at the evidence I have right here. <laughs> yeah. Fade back in. Worldwide website. Fade. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we know that Donald Trump had 85 billion votes. Yeah. <laughs> to become head of the school board in Antrim County, Michigan. Oh. Population 23,000. So let's let's dig down on this because... Here's the thing. Mike Lindell has been talking for more than a week about how he has a three hour documentary. It's two hours, which means those blackouts are some dark universe lawyer of Mike Lindell's just slamming his hand down on the blackout button when he's like, and here's the map to Eli Bosnick's house, everybody. Here you go. Well, so, so I don't know. I I think there are multiple reasons for him. I think sometimes Mike Lindell just goes off for 25 minutes, forgets what he was talking about. And then he's like, you know, can we just fade out when I stop yeah, making points? But sometimes they show exactly that. Yeah, well, right, right. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's selective. I think he was trying to get it under two hours. I think there are also times when his guests stop him and just go, man, shut the fuck up while I finish my point. <laughs> that also cut in. But sometimes they show exactly yeah. that. <laughs> so, well, yeah, we'll get to Dr. Shiva eventually. But yeah. So, okay, so I was going to go with best worst portmanteau, and it's honestly, it's it, I could have done better, but I wrote this down before I even started watching the fucking thing, because he's calling it a docu-movie. <laughs> no, documentaries are a kind of movie already. It's a <laughs> sub and, and And look, documentaries are defined as things that provide factual records, so this isn't even that, right? Mockumentary wouldn't be right, maybe... A crockumentary, but like it's definitely Ooh. not a docu movie. <laughs> That's not even how portmanteau works. You'd have to be like docuvie. Like, <laughs> yeah, right, both. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I was gonna go with best worst wow, but then right before this recording, I realized the best worst that I wasn't aware of until moments before we started speaking. So I'm gonna go with best worst disclaimer. Oh god. So, we didn't get this in our version. Right. Because we found it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but when this was shown on OAN, they put up this message, the following message for 90 seconds at the beginning. Quote, Mr. Lindell is the sole author and executive producer of this program and is solely and exclusively responsible for its content. This program is not the product of OAN's reporting. The statements and claims expressed in this program are presented at this time as opinions only and are not intended to be taken or interpreted by the viewer as established facts. End quote. <laughs> and then literally the words absolute proof rised up into the screen. It's like... Like selling fake IDs with a sticker that says for novelty purposes only. That's still illegal. You can't just, you can just put a thing on it and be like, no, it's liable, timeout, doesn't count. Not I just, us. like, honestly, we had to have Andrew look over our notes to make sure that we weren't going to do any defaming of anybody by saying what they said. <laughs> we love Dominion voting systems. Right. Just like, for the yeah, record. Exactly. We like, we, I had to look, I had to, like, get several of my jokes vetted and some of the quotes where I'm like, hey, man, am I even? allowed to quote him saying this shit. <laughs> 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 All right, well, I'll tell you what. We've got a lot of wrong on the other side of this break, so we're going to take a few minutes to limber up, and when we return, we'll dive into all the unsourced assertions that Mike Lindell thinks are absolute proof. So we're not even making a stop for baby Hitler. For the last time, this is how you get super Hitler. Hey, guys. That's what's going to happen. Uh, guys, what, what are you doing? 
Oh, hey, Noah, Heath and I were just taking care of our oral health. With my time machine? Yeah. You see, 20 minutes after eating, we got back in time to where we were eating and, and we got all the, the food off our teeth. Boom, baby. Oral health. Uh, okay. Or you guys could just try gum. Gum? Yeah, gum. The American Dental Association recommends chewing sugar-free gum for 20 minutes after meals. They do? Yeah, but not all gum is created equal. Some might come in fancy packaging, but they only cover up bad breath. Others are loaded with sugars that can wreak havoc on your teeth. Luckily, the oral care experts at Quip have made a gum that stands out from the pack, one that helps prevent cavities and tastes great, too. Does? Sure does. Quip gum can help prevent cavities and freshen breath when chewed for 20 minutes after eating. It's sugar-free, and it has tooth-friendly xylitol with zero calories. And to satisfy your taste buds, Quip added a long-lasting mint flavor, crunchy tri-layer design, and stamped it all with a classic Quip tongue. I don't know, Noah. Handing out gum during COVID? Well, that's the best part. The slim travel-ready dispenser, available in five colors, metal or plastic, packs and protects up to 10 gum pieces at a time and fits just about any purse or pocket for on the go. And in a world where we all need to be extra safe and hygienic, the quick release button means that you can still share with friends. No wrappers, hands, or hassles. Add a gum refill plan for the gift that keeps on giving all year round. Quip's customizable subscription lets you chew and share at your own pace and not worry about running out. Plus, the more you buy, the more you save with bulk discounts on extra gum packs. All right, Noah, we're in. Where do we sign up? Well, if you go to getquip.com slash awful right now, you can get a free plastic dispenser with any refill plan. That's a free dispenser at getquip.com slash awful. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash awful. Quip, the good habits company. Now, give me the keys to the time machine already. Okay, but can we jump back real quick to see if Shakespeare wrote his plays? He totally did not. No, see? no. Quizorp gave us three crystals. Three crystals, I know. You guys are wasting them. Get a bunch of help, minimum. <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome to the Evil League of Election Stealing's big final meeting. Mwah! <laughs> <laughs> right, indeed. So uh, let's go over the plan one more time. First, we buy Dominion voting. Mm -hmm. And SSES. Oh, it will, yeah. yes, them too. And then we say the machines don't connect to the internet, but we give a press conference about how they do connect to the internet. And we put it in our manual several right there. times. Yes. And then the night of the election and also before and after we use computers with Chinese IP addresses that we do not attempt to hide to cyber hack all the voting machines into changing the votes. Yes. Using QSnatch, which we embedded in the servers. Right, which we don't even need to do because the machines all change the votes anyway. Right. <laughs> even if they don't, all the adjudicators will just change the votes themselves. <laughs> which doesn't matter because the real ballots were switched out with ones pre-marked for Biden anyways. Exactly. Perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> Crime. There remains only one question. Yes? Oh, what is it, boss? Well, you don't suppose a meth head pillow salesman is going to blow this wide open with a crack team of mentally ill-known liars, do you? <sighs> of course not. <laughs> yeah, you're crazy, boss. You're crazy. Good. Okay, glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. We're going to steal 700,000 votes with a boat. We sure are. Viva Venezuela! And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to open up on this totally unironic Colbert Rapport studio set. <laughs> <laughs> Which he bought. So now he just like has that sitting in his house somewhere. Right. Yep. Stupid right. desk set. Yeah. He bought a little symbol 
for the front of his desk that says www.broadcastnetwork. Yes. End of words on <laughs> It's actually WVW, yes. and they didn't realize yep. how dumb that would be. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, and I love, too, that in the background, he's got the two globes, but he couldn't get, like, a spinning globe graphic, so he just has static pictures of globes behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So, yeah, so we start off with this, like, 10, 12 minute monologue, which I was terrified was going to be the whole movie, but no, there will be guests. But it starts off with him talking about how everybody's picking on him. And it's because his, his mom says it's because they're jealous of all his success. <laughs> yeah, his Twitter got canceled. He's so close to crying here. I was really <laughs> like, he's making those like, like almost crying yeah, noises. Exactly, it's the exactly. Best. I wanted him to cry. So if I don't blink, bad. they won't fall out. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like the. Frankenstein monster is trying to sell you a Christian rehab. Can we talk about <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. He looks like every hockey announcer who got fired for saying the N-word, which is yes. a lot. They were all, all together. Morphed into one guy. Yeah, and I so I, I apologize. I tried to Google this quote and I couldn't find it. Somebody said it about one of Chicago's mayors, but I think it's perfectly apropos for Mike Lindell. The man never exits a sentence through the same route he entered it from. Nope. Nope. <laughs> in fact, he doesn't exit a sentence, period. <laughs> Not in these two hours. He Which doesn't. is weird for me to say, period, there. <laughs> Leave all grammar and punctuation behind ye who enter here. This is truly stream of thought. That German guy that wrote the world's longest book, Bottom's Dream, which is supposed to be like what Puck dreams during Midsummer, he would read, watch this movie and be like, that guy's full of fucking shit. Yeah. He's full of shit. <laughs> James Joyce would be like, hey, get it together. Have a period, man. <laughs> <laughs> Relax, man. Yeah, so, okay, so he starts off by, like, trying to, he's, he's going to tell us the two miracles that happened on election night, right? Now, miracle one was we were going to cheat, but Trump won by so goddamn much that our cheat machines broke and they had to recalibrate them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we talk about his understanding of an election machine. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to talk about his understanding of the word algorithm, and I got all excited. Yeah, we're <laughs> we'll, gonna, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. to that. <laughs> and possibly a couple other words. As far as he knows, election machines just like, it's just a checkbox on a receipt. So like, uh, foreign spies can just go in and be like, I'm going to vote like 100,000 times, and then just it pops up a thing, and it's like, yep, vote. There you go. Done. Clearly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think I think he's picturing like that that thing of numbers at the butchers, except China comes in and takes like six of them instead of just <laughs> one. <laughs> and now serving China. Yeah. And he's talking about all this nonsense where he's like, well, you know, unlike every other election ever in history, they couldn't tell us who won at two o'clock in the morning that night. Don't say Florida. Shut up. Shut up. Don't say hanging. Chad. <laughs> right. And his point is, if they had declared the victory that night we'd have been totally normal and cool about losing the election and i wrote in my notes would you mike would you right. oh yeah. yeah right no your side certainly wasn't declaring pre-fraud in pennsylvania no. or anything that's <laughs> of course not that's that would be silly all right and then okay so much to our surprise he remembers that he was doing a list of miracles long enough to do number two <laughs> so he turns behind himself and he's like well, for this, I got to show you this chart. So he shows, he pulls up this chart. It's not a chart. It, it includes no sources whatsoever. And it's just got a list of ways that you can cheat at voting and numbers. 
As you can see, today I have packed my lies into columns, so (laughs) that makes it official. Yeah. Uh, Can we examine some of these rows? Oh, that's yeah, by all means. Yes, please. Okay, so it says 22,903 mail-in ballots from the future happened. That was one of the rows. (laughs) Yep, yep. Like, they were received before they were... Mail stamped, I guess is what he so so he thinks we like rigged it for Biden, but we're idiots. Like we made fake ballots. We're we, we were able to make fake ballots, but we couldn't get a date stamp that nope. made sense <laughs> exactly. temporarily. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. As like an evil calling card just to <laughs> fuck with him. <laughs> yep. The wet bandits. It also has so remember, twenty two thousand nine hundred three was the number from that row. Here are some of the other rows. Voters registered to a vacant lot, two thousand. Mm-hmm. Voters registered after deadline, 150,000. Mm-hmm. Votes adjudicated with no Republican present, 103,000. Votes loaded before opening of the polls, 50,000. Exactly 2,000, <laughs> yes, uh-huh. All his numbers, except for a few, end in multiple zeros. And this is not the only chart where that's going to happen. Yeah. And it's not a chart. Yes, again, it's a spreadsheet. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. The odds against that being, obviously, <laughs> you just, you you did some where you actually counted something, and then you're like, I don't know, fucking 150,000 after the deadline? Yeah, throw it in there. Yeah. Well, it's, right. You have to imagine that, like, you know, 103 people have to be stopped. It's like, guys, guys, we've really nailed We just nailed this number. I really appreciate your enthusiasm, but we're <laughs> we're going for these multiples of a thousand. Yeah. So that, but now, and that was just in Arizona, right? So from there, we moved to Michigan. And Michigan, we've got 17,000 dead voters. And then, yes, towards the bottom, this is maybe my favorite. It's just like 615,000 votes. But there's no like byline. It's just like I just didn't like those six hundred and fifty thousand votes. Those ones are bullshit. It also says seventy one percent of precincts in Wayne County, Michigan, didn't balance. And then it says in parentheses, see remarks. Where right there are no yes. there's no we never see them <laughs> yep. in the next no. two hours. There's never remarks Mm-mm. or anything where it's like see below. Nothing is below ever. <laughs> yep, exactly. And again, no source for any of this. Mm-mm. Right. We move on then from there to Nevada again without any source. Mm-hmm. I, and, and look, like honestly, these numbers might be pulled from some kind of real thing, and he's just misrepresenting them. But by failing to provide any sources, <laughs> you can't refute those. Now, honestly, it's entirely possible the sources either his ass or some other dude's ass on the internet. But like, they might be there might be some reality somewhere down here, but we can't find it because we don't know where the fuck these numbers even come from. Oh, the source is his ass because, <laughs> for example, in Nevada, exactly five hundred voters. Uh, got a raffle ticket, gift card, or television <laughs> as a door prize for voting? Yeah, what? <laughs> so, it wasn't like 507. There's no chance. No, okay, 500. Also, this is so important. In his little chart for Nevada, he has people who don't live in Nevada voting in Nevada twice. Just yes, rephrase. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the weirdest category award is in the Pennsylvania one where it says oh good between 80 to 100 self-proclaimed black lives matter affiliates members from other states have admitted <laughs> to voting in Pennsylvania now that's the left side of the column on the right side it says 80 <laughs> <laughs> also does he think black lives matter has like 
a membership role. <laughs> like you have to oh, it's like AAA. Yeah, to, you to gotta believe get the card. Black Lives Matter. You have to apply <laughs> up on their dues. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then by the time we get to his fucking Wisconsin quote unquote chart, you can tell his his heart's not really in it anymore. There's only like two lines, and it's like votes that are bullshit or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred and thirty thousand votes by people trapped in the X dimension by Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the only reason I bring up the Wisconsin one specifically is because this is when that like creepy ass exploring the killer's house music kicked in. <laughs> and it was such a weird thing to happen that I had to pause the movie to see if there was an alarm going off in my office or something. <laughs> Every time. You, you know that moment yes. where you're at like an orchestra and they stop and you don't know whether or not to clap because sometimes orchestras <laughs> just stop, but they don't want you to clap. This is the reverse of that moment. An orchestra is waiting for Mike Lindell to stop. So they're like, oh, no, fuck. He's still going. <laughs> oh, God, was the music trying to play him off that? Whole, that, that is the oh. only way the music makes any sense in this movie. First, the lawyer got to the orchestra. Then he got to the blackout button during the second yeah, half of the movie. <laughs> All right, so then we got, and he's like, but so let's go back to Georgia. And at first I thought, dude, this is your movie, you dumbass. Just put Georgia at the end of your group of slides or whatever. But then it occurred to me that we had just done all the other states in alphabetical order. So that's how we got him. And he literally didn't know how to change the fucking Jeez. order. <laughs> that's just going oh, back. <laughs> give us the footage of Mike Lindell trying to figure out how to move a PowerPoint slide. It is out there somewhere. I want to watch it. He's trying to copy and paste. Oh, yes. So he starts off this one. He's like, remember that phone call where the president committed multiple felonies like recorded that are now being investigated by a newly elected, ambitious African-American DA and a county Biden won by 46 points. This is the stuff he was feloniously talking about. Right? I do remember that, Mike. <laughs> do you want to fade out real quick? <laughs> this would be a good time for that. No, no. All right. So, but yeah, but he's got another, he's got his fucking spreadsheet again of all the different categories of votes that shouldn't count. But even if those, like, cause he's got like, you know, dead people, so much, such and such number of votes. He's like, that's all Trump was doing. He was asking Brad Raffensperger to give him the, the votes for these dead people. But like, even if you actually had dead people votes, you can't just give those to Trump. That would still be cheating, right? That would just be no. cheating right. differently. You, you have to share the cheating baby votes. There were 66,000 baby yeah. votes. You have to share that. You have to split them. And then, well, and he's like, these are the exact numbers Donald Trump was talking about. And you know what the Georgia Secretary of State said? He said that those numbers are wrong. And then he just moves on, right? He doesn't refute that. Right. He just says, they, you know, officials say that the people who actually are going to be in a position to know say that we're full of shit. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> he tries to explain his source. This is the only time he ever tries to explain his source. And he claims that Brad Raffensperger from Georgia sent Trump this big list of like illegal votes, including dead babies as a, what a prank. Like that's Well, yeah. Is that the claim? <laughs> he's too dumb to realize that he's contradicting because he, he says all in one sentence that they got the numbers that Trump got those numbers from the secretary of state that the Trump administration couldn't get numbers from the secretary of state and that the secretary of state corrected those numbers. No two of those things can simultaneously be true. No. Or, hear me out, Brad Raffensperger is the most brilliant Democratic op 
in political history, <laughs> right? He's just like, I don't know, 185 million votes by dead babies. He emails it over, and then when the lawyer's on the line, he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Donald. And Donald rips up every piece of paper he ever touches because he's a criminal. So he's like, damn it, you got me, Brad. And Brad's just walking away. His limp disappears as he gets into a cab. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. And, and so Mike Lindell realizes how dumb this little segment is as he's saying it. And he's like, okay, uh, moving on. Well, two plus two is four, obvi, right? And he says that, and I'm literally looking at the screen here. <laughs> There's a row on his stupid spreadsheet that suggests 275,050 plus 17,000 equals 726,560. <laughs> That's, it's in a spreadsheet. You would have yeah. had to like get rid of the plus function to make it possible for you to have that in your spreadsheet. The little red squiggles were there. He has to <laughs> edit them out. And I, okay, so we have to give the audience kind of a taste of what we're dealing with here in terms of the actual words that are being thrown at us. So occasionally, I, when when he went way too nuts, I actually transcribed what he said. This is the first of them. So this is an actual quote from his opening. Quote, <laughs> the biggest thing against humanity and our country is this attack through these machines. They got this opened up, this revealed the machines to where we're at right now. So what you're going to watch during this show is 100 percent proof that the big thing was the theft by these other countries that came in to attack our country through these machines that are made to steal elections. <laughs> End quote. That's his like statement of purpose. Noise of steam train <laughs> powering down. <laughs> oh. And sometimes he just like abandons one sentence and goes with another. Like right after that, he goes like, and, and, and we've seen it this past month. You think it wasn't communists coming to take us over? I had to check to see if I'd accidentally skipped forward in the video when that happened. <laughs> and I want to point out, we are professional nonsense listeners, okay? Yes. If anyone was going to interpret this nonsense, it was us. We have watched more than a dozen movies where someone has gotten up in front of a group of people to refute the science of evolution with nuh-uh monkeys, and we were all three of us like, I don't know, man, MC Escher can't diagram this fucking sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and just as you're thinking like, wow, this sure is silly and fun and goofy. He starts talking about all the domestic traders and he gets that murderous look in his eye and you realize, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to get people killed with this I, more, right. right? more than they already got killed with it. And the domestic traders, he means Jack Dorsey and Twitter, right? Well, yeah. Well, yep. that's amongst them. Yeah. Uh -huh. One of them. He's like, yeah. So speaking of political cyber attacks by hostile foreign powers. Twitter and Facebook are taking down propaganda from cyber attacks by hostile foreign yeah. powers. Yeah. There's what the, is yeah. my point? At one point, he says they're suppressing cancel culture. I don't think that's what he meant to say. But yes. <gasps> Where can I be brainwashed as a Nazi on the internet anymore? Where can I do that? What the fuck? God, the whole time he's talking like he's afraid we're going to interrupt him. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, this is this is someone who's used <laughs> to being interrupted by the words, sir, sir. <laughs> you can't poop here, sir. <laughs> oh, God. He goes, all right, so now the show's going to start and we're like, start. <laughs> <laughs> 
But luckily, because you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, am I going to watch this motherfucker yammer for two hours? But no, he does have some guest yammerers. And this is where he brings in the first one. This is Phil Waldron. Phil Waldron, <laughs> who listeners might remember from his appearance at the Georgia hearings with Rudy Giuliani, where he said that votes were trucked in from other states, at which point someone asked him, are you saying votes were trucked in from other states? To which he replied, I have affidavits from people saying they moved votes to other states, to which he was followed up with Georgia, <laughs> that state. And he was like, not no you guys should look into that you should check out that <laughs> you're interdicting me from making my point hold on i kind of used it correctly just now yeah right right that's we both fucked that up now so yeah before we get to phil waldron i have to i have one more transcription that i have to share this is literally the opening question for phil waldron okay this is his actual first question for his actual first guest quote you know what we're talking about here today is specific uh these machines that were used to uh to hack into our elections and and uh by foreign countries including China and uh what 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 did you kind of bring us up through the election for yourself and what and then you have gotten so in so in so involved right now Phil <laughs> <laughs> just elbows him like the Fonz fixing the, fixing the jukebox yeah. hey, You done? Great, I'll answer I think your question, I don't know I'm going to say interdicted a bunch and get it Completely wrong every single time, differently Yeah, no, right, he can't even use it Wrong consistently What do you think, what word Are you going for, man? <laughs> Phil This is Phil, right, who keeps being like yeah. They were interdicted and then The interdiction got interdicted by the interdiction. Well, but again, you use it as an adverb, interdictedly. <laughs> Get it in there. <laughs> then, he, again, this guy is a cybersecurity expert, allegedly. And then he tries to use the word algorithm, which is exactly what he should know about. Right. <laughs> Here's what algorithm means. It's, in very simplest form, it's a set of steps. Yeah. As it applies to a voting machine, the algorithm in it, if you really had to use that word, would be count the vote, End of step. <laughs> That's it. There wouldn't be a way for a hacker to interdict an algorithm. Nothing no. that he says about algorithms really makes sense in this context. No, there's no multiplier or anything that was. <laughs> he might as well be saying that Trump's votes were stolen by gremlins. He keeps talking. He keeps talking about how China did it. He has to specify which China he's talking about. So he says communist China over and over again. <laughs> Wait, Taiwan? No. <laughs> communist China. Your niece who blocked you on Facebook, China. It's all really serious. You got to be careful, everybody. And also, so and, and as he's talking about like his frustrated attempts to save America from this cyber attack, this Vaderian theme rises ominously <laughs> in the background. Oh, uh, come on. Admit it. You would have loved this movie if a shark came up and just wow, got Phil. <laughs> that's what the music said was going to happen. <laughs> Well, he also starts talking about how, like, you know, everyone will tell you that all the court cases that were brought against the election, that we lost all of those, but we didn't lose them. We, they were tossed out for procedural reasons. I'm like, dude, that's the step below losing. 
Yes. Right. Mm. That's like that. That means that you were told, no, that's not how law works. Yeah. The judges were going by an algorithm. It says this is stupid. <laughs> throw it out. End of algorithm. This country will lost. let you sue the Twinkie makers for you murdering a gay politician and your lawsuits <laughs> didn't make it to court. <laughs> right. I don't and, that's how that works. And to be clear, the theory that he brought up in court is, I guess it's that like spies snuck into secured buildings with the voting machines and then like <laughs> stuck their mechanical robot arm into the device like they're a transformer and they uploaded... Uh, also take 13% of Trump votes and switch them to Biden. Yeah. And then uh, also self-destruct on November 4th. <laughs> so nobody can check this. Wait, and, <laughs> this is all based on the, uh, the idea that we don't have access to Dominion's code in their machines or the code of every single voting machine that we have for our voting system. And yes, the fuck we do. Of course we do. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we don't allow voting machines with secret computer code <laughs> Why would that we, we do can't that? see that's held in a secret <laughs> bucket in Venezuela or Toronto. Or, no. I want to know what he's picturing, right? Because I'm yeah. picturing him. Some guy just like has a voting machine on a dolly. He wheels it in, closes it. It's filled with blinking lights. And some guy's just like, um, you sure it's good? And the guy's like, trust me, I'm from Dominion Voting in communist China and walks out the door. <laughs> Yeah, well, he says at one point, the, the guest, Phil, goes, oh, well, you know, we found the foreign servers in Barcelona. I'm like, what do you even mean? <laughs> right? Like, I agree that servers in Barcelona are foreign. I'm not surprised that you found some there. What the fuck are you even talking about? You're saying the Internet is everywhere? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. The amount of people in this movie that will not know the difference between a thing being on the internet and a thing being part of a network of computers is staggering. Yes. It, is, uh -huh. it is beaten only by the amount of people who will introduce themselves as cybersecurity experts. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, exactly. One of the pieces of evidence during this segment from, again, an alleged cybersecurity expert is that we checked Germany's internet stuff and they they had a bunch of internet-y things happening on november <laughs> yes, 3rd yes there was the internet so much. was going nuts there was like so many packets in germany it's more even more when the election was happening well yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is also where he says that he has affidavits from someone in the italian embassy who participated in the coup and then as though he had to correct himself live he goes well an attorney gave me the name and email of someone who knows the guy who's shutting down the investigation. Right. Which makes this impressively hearsay of hearsay. They've heard of some hearsay. <laughs> yes. Right. And the DOJ is who he claims is shutting down that investigation. So part of the theory is that William Barr is like a communist asset and yep. against Donald Trump and the Republican Party. Yes. William Barr is our liberal spy. Yep. Well, but so, okay, so you might be thinking, well, what's the motive? It turns out that Dominion, none of this is true, by the way, 
Dominion also owns an air purification company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't. And Trump, as we all know, hates the air. So, of course, they'd put their thumb on the scale because as this guest actually says, Phil Waldry's like, look, if, if your company stood to gain under a different administration, you'd probably rig the election, too. And it's funny because Mike Lindell would and is, right? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because yeah. this company would benefit. <laughs> yeah. This is your attempt to do that. We get that you would do that. Yeah. Mike <laughs> to be fair, don't just talk about everybody's companies like that. We would do better than this insane screed into an open, unmarked camera that you're doing. I think we would it better. <laughs> but yeah, billionaire companies want to get rid of Trump and his tax cuts for billionaires. Yeah, That's exactly. Part of theory now too. Exactly. Also, part of the theory is SGO Smartmatic is going to make billions on election fraud plus dehumidifiers, yes. which is the two big branches of yes. that billion-dollar company. <laughs> to be clear, Dominion Voting Systems, according to this guest, faked the election for China so that they could sell air purifiers when Joe Biden passes the Green New Deal. Yes. That's the conspiracy. Well, that's the conspiracy now. Yeah. China did it <laughs> along with you know, their longtime allies, Germany and Canada yes. and Venezuela, of course. <laughs> and, you know, they wanted Biden to win because Hunter Biden was going to buy exclusively Lenovo laptops. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. All right. So then he moves on to his second guest, who's even worse than the first, Russell Ramsland. He's the head of you're allowed to call yourself whatever you want, basically. <laughs> the intro to this guy, I laughed for so long here. They're like, this is Russell Ramslin. This is very serious. He's an expert. He has a, as you can see, taxidermied golden retriever on his wall. Take him very seriously. I do not look away. What the fuck is happening in your life that you have a stuffed dog on he hunted wall and you show it? Yeah, he hunted a golden retriever, and it is a trophy on his wall. That is all I can make of the picture behind That's him. That's what it sure looks like. Fun fact about Russell Ramsland, by the way, when you Google him, the first thing that comes up is PolitiFact pointing out that 100% of the time when they've checked his statements, they've been rated pants on fire. Um, yep. <laughs> he looks like if the Andy Griffith show had been about a lynch mob. You know, he's, he's, he's Don Hangman's nuts. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so oh, God. He sounds like Daryl Ray half ass in a foghorn leghorn impression. <laughs> oh, this is the guy who sounds like Gramps. Yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hard to listen to. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's this amazing moment at the beginning because Russell's whole thing is about what he found in the logs of the machines. So he's like, yeah, we found this stuff in the logs of the machines. He gets two sentences in of his intro when Mike Lindell, who created this program, is like, this is Dominion Machines. And Russell's like, no, no, it's ESSCS. And he's like, oh. And there's this pause. And then Russell's like, don't worry, the machines are the same. They're the same thing. <laughs> the same fucking thing. <laughs> Well, right. And so his whole opening here is about he says he was given these logs that showed that votes had been changed in Dallas. Right. Because, you know, when you cheat, you generally log in to show that you've cheated. <laughs> so he says he got this log book. Sign the guest book. Right. There you go. <laughs> right. He said he got this a couple of years ago. So apparently we cheated so that Beto could get close, you know, so he could smell it, you know, or something. <laughs> uh, we were cheating for Ted Cruz. Who, who the fuck even knows? Doesn't Lindell ask him, why would Texas only allow like 
certain fraud voting machines because Texas yeah. denied Dominion in their state, but they used these other companies that they're saying are also potentially fraudulent. So Lindell asks the guy, okay, why would Texas take some of the bad machines? And the guy's like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck the point you're hoping I'm going to make for you is. <laughs> yes, yes. Do you, no, you don't know. Okay, I don't know. Uh, I will say we hold your votes overseas. Yeah. What? What What would that even mean? Well, Mike Lindell tried to take a guess at it. He's like, so we like hold them in China in a big box and then like send them back to be good? <laughs> the guy's like, yeah, well... Again, I don't think it's not what you no nothing you said, but but with the internet, <laughs> like what you said with the internet, kind of right. But that's the thing we don't be like eight thousand six hundred and four isn't in a place, right? We don't. <laughs> <laughs> what are you even talking? It's in China. About? It's in Germany. He might as well just be like, okay, so you know how your grandma writes a note on her phone that she thinks an email and then she forgets about it and clicks away because she's playing Candy Crush and then later tells you that she sent you the email and it must have gotten lost somewhere in the internet. That, but with votes. That's what yeah. we were hoping you picture in your mind with the votes <laughs> that you voted. Yeah. And then we get the best sentence kind yes. of. Yes, yes, do it. From he Mike Lindell ever. You fucking do it. He's like, oh, no, no, I think I understand. So they changed the votes and then they send it back cyberly by, by cyber? Cyberly by... I watched that sentence eight times. I watched it happen because you get to oh. see Mike Lindell's brain fail to come up with whatever word he's searching for with cybernetically, maybe, is what he was going for. Number, like, Matthew, Matrix, he's the platonic boomer. It's so fucking fun. <laughs> Amazing. So, so very quickly, let's examine all the broken links in Russell's logical chain here, right? That will not happen quickly, but go ahead. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, asserting that you have evidence isn't the same as having evidence. No, it's not. <laughs> having evidence that there are vulnerabilities in the system, which is what he's claiming to have evidence of, isn't evidence that the system was manipulated. No. Evidence that the system was manipulated, which you're not even pretending to have, isn't evidence it was manipulated in Biden's favor. And right. evidence that the system in Texas was manipulated in Biden's favor wouldn't be evidence that Trump would have otherwise won the election. They focus on Texas so much in this movie. And every time I was like, why does this matter? Why are you guys focused on who cares? You want to talk about flipping Texas? Do you really? <laughs> wow. So. But OK, more generally, this whole movie, the claim is that like, OK, we had hackers coming in and messing with the voting machines. No, nope. Voting machines are not connected to the Internet. The back end systems for reporting have a connection sometimes. And on top of that, we do audits with physical ballots to make sure right. that problem doesn't manifest itself in actually vote cheating. Yeah. That's the whole thesis of the movie and, and, and it's gone. Right. So, okay. So like if you were honestly trying to make a case that an election was stolen and you had a two hour documentary to do it in, right? The very first thing that you would do if you were had an integrity and you actually wanted to do it, you weren't just completely full of shit is you'd explain all the various methods by which we secure the elections. You'd start off by saying, this is how elections work. This is how voting machines work. This is how they're secure. This is 
is how they're audited, et cetera, et cetera. And then you can show how all of this shit was undermined, right? But by doing any of that or even admitting that that shit exists, they have undercut their argument fatally. Oh, right. To acknowledge the existence of paper ballots decimates 98 minutes of this two hour movie. Yeah. Right. And and also, like, because he keeps saying he has evidence and, and Mike Lindell's at a certain point, like, well, why didn't you take it to, you know, law enforcement of some sort? He's like, well, they said it was inadmissible. I'm like, well, then it was bullshit. Like, are you saying it was so good it was inadmissible? Like, there's a fucking mercy rule for the other team's lawyers? Like, oh, we can't let you have this. This is too slam dunky. I'm sorry. This is like the world's funniest joke. People keep dying when they see it. So we're going to lock this in a box with the Ark of the Covenant and put it deep under the earth. This is where Mike Lindell forgets what his movie's about for a second, too, which I loved. So this guy explains his ridiculous theory. And Mike Lindell's like, okay, man, so subjectively, why would the hackers do that? What? First of all, why subjectively? Sub- <laughs> like, you want this cybersecurity guy to explain, like, artistically, you know, just what's your gut feeling, not about objective facts, but, like, in your gut, why would the hackers do that? <laughs> what are you, artistically. Interdictedly, why would you do that? Yeah. But the, the cybersecurity expert guy's like, ah, I actually have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you don't? Do I really, do I need to help the movie here? The line is to steal the election yes. from Trump. That's the thesis of the movie we're doing. No, no, it's not that. It's not so, that. It is though. Okay. And so then we turn to the closest thing they have to real evidence. And this is so sad, right? So we turn to Antrim County, Michigan. Antrim oh, Antrim County. I thought we were going to turn to the matrix graphic of just like <laughs> green text. Oh, right. <laughs> Well, that's there's a lot of numbers in that graphic. Heath. That's a lot of evidence. OK, so here's what happened in Antrim County. There was a legitimate error. Somebody fucked up and they didn't update something or something like that. They didn't plug in the thumb drive they were supposed to before they tabulated the votes. They looked at the results and they're like, well, that's that's fucking wrong. What the hell did we do here? And then they figured out what they did and they'd already reported out the numbers. And so they sent out a thing and said, hey, we fucked up the numbers. We have to recount this. And then they did. Right. That's it. It was human error. The machines didn't do anything wrong whatsoever. Somebody just fucked up. They noticed it because we have all of these systems in place to make sure that the vote counts don't get fucked up and they fixed it. And ever since then, these wackaloon jackasses like Mike Lindell have been zeroed in on this tiny ass county in northern Michigan as though that's evidence of all the fraud. The fact that they admitted something was fucked up is evidence of the fraud. It's the opposite. Yes. Bringing up Antrim County is a great point on the side of, oh, even if something goes wrong in some kind of system with electronics, yep. we catch it and we fix it. And we have paper ballots to check just in case. Yes. And by the way, the person who made the mistake was a Republican, right? Yes, it's a Republican fucking county. Everybody there is Republican. This is, if there hadn't been real human suffering, because of course people have called in death threats and bomb threats ever since, but this is an amazing farce-esque comedy that you could make into a movie if there wasn't so much real human suffering about this tiny shithole town in the middle of nowhere, Michigan, that becomes the center of the QAnon conspiracy because a lady wanted the thumb drive back before it was done uploading. (laughs) But this whole segment is great because... This guy, this lawyer, he's the one who like brought the suit in Antrim County and he has to so many times be like, 
I can't tell you the next thing that I just thought of because I'm getting sued by Dominion for libel. For $1.3 billion. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very excited for the last time I can wear this suit before I have to pawn it and then give that money to Dominion. Right, right, exactly. (laughs) And then to close this segment out, while he is sitting there next to him, Mike turns to camera and goes, all right, well, we're going to show you proof that even Russell doesn't have. That's right, Russell. Fuck you. You don't even get to <laughs> know, like, but it's going to blow your mind. Secure. Why wouldn't you tell him all the evidence you have, you asshole? It's a surprise party for the evidence of the fraud. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to hide behind the couches and jump out and say, absolute proof. <laughs> so... Well, I'll tell you what, with that hard sell, he couldn't be more clearly signaling that this should be the interstitial break, and I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. So we're going to pause right there, but we'll be back soon with even more absolute proof. And to be clear, that's that's more than none so far. Also, I'm lying. <laughs> it won't be more than none. All right, ready? So I'm reaching for the broccoli. Grocery foo. Ah, ah good. You got me. That was good. Gotcha. Hey, guys, have you seen my... Guys, are you doing a kumite again? Because we had a whole meeting about this. Okay, okay. One, we agreed to put a pin in the kumite thing. And yes. two, we're not technically doing kumite right now. Okay, well, no. well then what are you doing? Our new martial art, grocery foo. Okay, what's grocery foo? Great question, Noah. It's the best way to protect yourself at the grocery store. Someone reaches too close to grab a peach when you're right next to him. Grocery foo, you get him. Yeah, guy won't stand on the dots at the store. Grocery foo. Okay, well, I like it. But guys, if you want to cut trips to the grocery store, why don't you just try HelloFresh? What's HelloFresh? They're America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. I don't know, Noah. Meal delivery? It sounds kind of samey. You know what I mean? Well, HelloFresh offers 23-plus recipes each week featuring a range of flavors, cuisines, and ingredients so you'll never get bored. Okay, but Noah, I'm all special with my diet and stuff. Well, eating healthy has never been easier with low-cal, carb-smart, vegetarian, and pescatarian options every week. And no matter what you choose, every single recipe is packed with fresh produce sourced directly from farmers. Okay, that sounds good, but do you have anything... I don't know, lazier? Uh, Not sure HelloFresh would love us describing it that way, but yes, HelloFresh's Easy Eats offering has tons of quick and easy meal solutions like 10 to 20-minute meals, low-prep recipes, and quick breakfasts and lunches. Perfect for your busy schedule. Yeah, I am very busy. That's Are you? HelloFresh sent us a box to try, and not only was the food delicious, it unpacked in seconds. I just grabbed the pre-portioned bags from the box and stuck them in the fridge. That does sound easy. All right, Noah, I'm in. Where do I sign up? Just go to HelloFresh.com slash Awful10 and use the code Awful10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. So wait, I go to HelloFresh.com slash Awful10 and use code Awful10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping? That's right. Now, let me see some of that uh, grocery food you guys were doing. Oh, Keith, show him Steal the Grapes. Uh, I don't think he's ready for Steal the Grapes. He's right. You're not ready for Steal the Grapes. That's a really hard move. Okay. Grape control. All right, everyone. Welcome to voter adjudication training. Uh, first up, Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Black yeah, Lives yeah. Matter. Fuck Black yeah. Black Lives Matter, yep. Yeah, so it's pretty simple. Uh, you take a ballot and you run it into the machine. Um, That's a paper shredder, right? Yes, yes, it is. And it's got 5G straight to China. Yes, sir. So when the pieces come out, 
you just write down whoever you wish they'd voted for. Uh, you mean, you mean who they voted for on their ballot? Sure. Right? Yeah. Throw one of those in there too. Good thinking. Yeah. Chris. Chris, uh, Chris is new, everybody. Hi, Chris. Not sure what you said there, Chris, but why don't you go hang out in the server room by yourself for a little while, huh? <laughs> you got it, homie. All right. Anyway, uh, Stacey Abrams needs the room. She's got a bunch of full trash bags with her, so let's let her do her thing, huh? Oh, yeah, sure thing. Uh, mm -hmm. You got go, it. Go ahead, Stacey. This is what Mike Lindell thinks happened for real. Yes. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. And we're back for more of this shit. Before we get to the big proof that he promised us right before the break, he asked us to imagine if we dare a world without Mike Lindell, a world where deprived of a good night's sleep that my pillow had just afforded us. We didn't know about <laughs> whatever the hell it is. He thinks he's told us about so far. <laughs> yes, we would be Venezuela. Yes. Yeah, exactly. If it wasn't for brave souls like Mike Lindell and, Russell, what's his name? <laughs> I love he starts trying to explain here how they caught the whoever the fuck they're saying cheated, cheating, right? He says, all right, so what we did is we went into these public records and we got the machine code and we added up all the ones and the zeros. Yes. And I'm like, why, why would she do that, man? Also, also. You'd just be adding up the ones. You don't add <laughs> zeros. Like, I feel like your friend was just like, you get the ones, I'll get the zeros. <laughs> that would do nothing to tell you what code it was. I know. That's, so That's, nothing. That's Again, nothing. This is in Texas, too, right. that voted for Trump. Yes. They counted the zeros and ones in all of Dallas's voting, and that number of binary digits got bigger, which... Kind of makes sense to me. It seems like as you added information, that number would get bigger. <laughs> overall, number oh. of ones would increase. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Well, and then, but so Mike Lindell points out that none of anything that happened in the last 25, 30 minutes of this movie matters because he's like, well, right, but but you, you said they were cheating in Texas, but Trump won Texas. So Russell has to explain that. And he says, well, you're right, because they knew I was on to them because I had already told the Freedom Caucus about the shit that I found. So they were too scared to cheat. I well, too scared to cheat more than the cheating. I just said that I caught him. Like, like they weren't scared enough not to leave a public record that I could find, despite not knowing that you can't add zeros. <laughs> but you know, but they, but not enough to cheat all the way to Biden winning. <laughs> yes. Did Did he also claim that he caught people watching Netflix on their <laughs> poll book? Oh, what is he talking about? Okay, so this, I because I spend so much time on thegreatawakening.win, which is my favorite QAnon website, I actually know what this theory is. It is a video with no context, but it goes around the QAnon space of a woman on an iPad that is apparently her poll book. It's not, but on an iPad watching Netflix. And that's proof that the poll books were connected to the internet. What? What's amazing about that is we have no reason to believe that that was that woman's poll book. We have no idea what that's a video of. And more importantly, you can watch Netflix when it's not connected yeah, to the internet. Right. Yeah, exactly. Let you that's not even the evidence that you're on the internet. Also, pretty sure a poll book is not a voting machine. That Those too. Are different <laughs> that too. things. Yeah. But they're like, no, it's pretty much the same. Look at this close up of a router with the blinking light. As you can see, every blink is a hacker. Every single blink. They're hacking the Netflix poll book. 
This is also, they, they constantly reference affidavits, which is uh, legal speak first, say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> but they have an affidavit from a lady who said she got put on hold and then they answered her question. <laughs> Who wins it? That is what it that's what it boils down to, yes. <laughs> the whole time is the smoking gun here? Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. So and then Russell decides he's gonna explain how the filthy Spaniards are involved, right? And I had to write down this quote again. I, you know, I only had so many of these in me, but I wrote, I had to transcribe a few of them. So this is another amazing question from Mike. Quote, you know, we all heard this. Uh, we all heard this about this Italy thing and uh, that it went to Italy and Germany when they had to on the, I guess this would be in the middle of the night on November 4th. Um, is this something, would you, would, would you know anything about that? I mean, too, I mean, so they, what, what, what we've all heard out there is that it went over there. Some guy even admitted he did it, which we're going to have his affidavits up here. But, uh, um, what do you, what's your opinion on that? Elbow, ground and pound. Are you okay? <laughs> like if Russell had just stared at him for 45 seconds and gone, what? <laughs> the whole movie would have been worth it. That's credits. That's the blackout right there. Also, this is where Russell says that he used standard white hat tools. First of all, I don't want to get too into computer stuff. Not a thing. And he's lying. <laughs> right. But yeah, if he wasn't lying, he'd be admitting into hacking into election software. Right. Yes. He yes. is. <laughs> That's what he's claiming he did. But like <laughs> someone's weekend was ruined because that guy said that sentence. So they now have to go to his like abacus factory that he thinks is a cybersecurity company and be like, hey, did you say <laughs> on national television that you hacked into our election security and he's going to be like, oh, well, oh, well, oh, well, oh, well, oh, well, oh, I turned into a fish. <laughs> I'm a giant liar is my defense here, which is actually yep. valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh -huh. it's a valid defense. Phew, I'm a giant liar. Did he claim that they found a piece of malware called Q-Snatch? Yes. That was the type... Hackers wrote a program and they gave it a vote steely title. Well, it's, it's no fun if you're not if you get show off a bit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So a little history on Q Snatch here. Q Snatch is the I'm going to say snipe hunt of right wing idiot internet hacking. <laughs> Which is basically, this goes around whatever pseudoscience, pseudo-crypto circles occasionally, and Q-Snatch is just sort of a catch-all term for like, yeah, they're using it to steal your Bitcoin. They're using it to take pictures using your iPhone. They're using it to hack into your grandma's vaccine appointment and right, give her a fucking yeah. microchip instead. And when you Google Q-Snatch, you sadly do not get porn. What you get <laughs> is... I was hoping for Qbert porn. I was. <laughs> yeah. Right-wing idiots making up on their blogs and my favorite one post on Stack Exchange of someone being like, hello, I would like to buy one Q-Snatch, please, <laughs> before 19,000 programs are like, you're an idiot. And then the post gets closed for being an illegal request. <laughs> I want to buy Q-Snatch for some reasons, reasons. Oh, so, OK, so we're done with Russell. We now cut over to Dr. Shiva. I loved her. How I adore you, but Mike is not going to even try to pronounce that last name. <laughs> it's Ayadura. Yes, it's not Ayadura. That hard to say. <laughs> well, not just the, item one is he can't pronounce that name, but item two is if you Google 
Dr. Shiva, a bunch of stuff comes up. If you Google Dr. Shiva Ayadurai, it's like liar. Yeah. Liar. <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So the very first sentence on his Wikipedia page is Shiva Ayadurai is an Indian American engineer, politician, entrepreneur, and promoter of conspiracy theories, pseudoscience, and unfounded medical claims. <laughs> the second sentence is Ayadurai makes the widely disputed claim to have invented email. And they say widely disputed because it's Wikipedia, so they don't just say fucking lie. But he tells the lie <laughs> that he invented email. He was born in 1963. The first email was sent in 1971. Yeah, it's widely disputed because he invented it like 10 years after they invented right. it, according to his thing, when he was two. Yeah, if you want a fun internet rabbit hole to go down, follow Shiva Ayadurai's attempt to walk back this claim through the years. In the last Gawker interview, he was like, okay, I was the first person to make a smiley face in an email, okay? Right, you yeah. can't prove that wasn't me. You yeah, can't. He's, he's, Get off he's me. trying to pretend. He's like, well, no, I, well, yeah, they were sending text messages, but I invented the BCC and the CC. No, you didn't. They were all doing that. Nope. Oh, oh, well, I invented it. It was like, oh, well, I had a great influence. No, no influence whatsoever. It's like, also, None. you started making this claim 30 years after the fact. Why did it not occur to you to take credit for 30 fucking years? <laughs> I want to talk about his four MIT degrees. Too. Oh, yeah, right. A fucking The movie doesn't. They just want to mention them <laughs> and not tell us what degrees so they are. So normally you would just say, has a PhD from. Right, because there's degrees you get along the way. <laughs> but <laughs> this is like me saying, I have two degrees, one from Binghamton High School and the next from the college I went to. And one black belt degree from the Taekwondo School uh, two, of Binghamton Strip Mall. Two Go fuck black yourself. belt degrees, you know, quadruple degrees. Yep. Also 98 other ones in the form of my temperature. So, yeah. But the, the point he's trying to make Dr. Shiva, he's he's saying like, okay, well, I'm the world's top expert on, you know, paper to computer stuff. And that's <laughs> yes, going to relate yeah, exactly. today. You know, email, it's paper turned into a computery right, thing. So here I am with computers. as the expert of ballot paper <laughs> computer stuff. Well, yeah, no, he proves it. He says he's built, he, he says, I built uh, systems used by the largest Fortune 1000 companies. I'm like, well, not the largest are you to use the term Fortune 500 companies, which is an actual term that people use. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the old Fortune 5767, <laughs> of which I'm proud to say our company is a part. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I love So now this guy, he lost a Republican primary in Massachusetts, right? And is convinced that he got cheated out of his victory because he's way better than the other guy. Right. That's his entire evidence. Like I spent more money. I'm better than that guy. I come on. I lost the white counties, the black counties and the Hispanic counties. What are the odds? I'm like, dude, you lied about inventing email. The odds are overwhelming. <laughs> He also, he's he's trying to blame the Republican establishment. And he's like, they don't want a bottoms up guy like me. And I'm like, hey, Dr. Shiva, pretty sure that a bottoms up guy like you is not what you mean to call yourself. I mean, maybe it is. <laughs> so. Weird time to plug that. <laughs> and then he starts explaining his theory about the voting machines. He's like, OK, so with a voting machine and Mike Lindell jumps in and he's like, let me stop you right there. Machine. You said machine just now, didn't you? It's the machines. And he's like, yeah, 
Okay. <laughs> so one of my favorite games to play with this movie is to just, every time he says the machines, you substitute precious bodily fluids in your mind. <laughs> Ooh, that's an excellent one. <laughs> right after the machines thing, he has this moment where he's like, uh, yeah, because you're a scientist and an engineer. And Dr. Shiva's trying to throw him a bone and goes, yeah, you're a scientist and engineer of marketing. Pillow. Soft <laughs> things. <Lumps>. Engineer. <laughs> and Mike Lindell just glows with happiness at that. He's like, yeah, I'm also a scientist. I'm pretty much. How many degrees did I just get from you saying that? <laughs> You know, some of them are rectangles, but like I was actually exploring a thing where you don't use We are both engineers. Yep. Yep. That's both of us. We're the same. And and the the point that Dr. Shiva is ultimately building to around all of Lindell's interruptions, this is the first time I was convinced that the blackout is because his guest told him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we blackout, we come back, he's in the middle of the, still making the point he was trying to make before Mike cut him off. And what he's saying is that he put a tweet out accusing the secretary of state of uh, Massachusetts of a felony. And then the secretary of state called Twitter and Twitter took it down <laughs> because it's illegal for them to leave it up. Right. But he's presenting this as like, and now suddenly the government can tell Twitter what it can and can't do. It's like when it's committing crimes. <laughs> yeah. The government tells everybody what they can and can't do. That's, That's governing. What <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> But I don't think it was like, hello, Twitter. This is Massachusetts, the state. Please shut down Dr. Shiva. I'm sending you a tweet that accuses me of a felony and another one that says I'm a fatty pants. Please take them both down. Love Massachusetts, the state. So, but of course, he mentions Twitter, so Mike has to go off. He's like, oh, 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 I know about Twitter. I'm going to bitch about that for a second. Well, and what's amazing is <laughs> this is the hard cut central of the movie, right? Because he's like, oh, 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 Twitter, the timestamp in space like China, hard cut, comes back up. <laughs> so the other thing about Twitter, hard cut, comes back up. We watch them yes. try and fail multiple takes where he doesn't obviously feloniously commit a crime on camera. Yeah, I, I kept calling. I was calling these the yada, yada, yada wipes. <laughs> 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 So Dr. Shiva explains that, you know, if you respond to a jury summons, it can only be because you're a shill for the government, too. Right. <laughs> and this is where he explains to us that in his Republican primary, his votes were multiplied by point six, six, six. <laughs> That's right, everyone. The not number of the beast. Yeah, one one thousandth of the number of the beast. What's amazing here is that even Dr. She was like, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Give me a goddamn break. I'm, it's, I'm just I'm going for two thirds. OK, <laughs> see, when he said that, I literally wrote in my notes. Well, this was fun. What podcast do you guys want to do now? We're not topping point six, six, six. This is also where he starts talking directly to Bill Barr. <laughs> yes. He is very sure as watching. He's like, Bill came out and said there was no electric fraud. Bill, why don't you say it? Bill, call me back. I'm texting you. I'm texting. <laughs> it's doing the three dots, but then there's no message. Where's the... I think it's the... Are your servers in Germany? Because they could change your text on the way back. 
think maybe you accidentally went and back and marked it unread. It feels like that must have been a mistake. You couldn't have done that on purpose, right? (laughs) You meant to get back to me. Well, he starts bitching about Twitter again. He goes, you know what they did is they went after my integrity. I'm like, well, it's a good thing you hit it so well, Mike. (laughs) Oh, and then he goes, oh, and Jack Dorsey, if you're listening, he's not, dude. Having a watch party with William Barr. <laughs> and the Supreme Court will find out later. <laughs> yeah, he's talking to Jack Dorsey and he's like, yeah, so Twitter shut down my movie unplanned. And I was like, did that? Because I saw that in theaters and I don't think Twitter controls theaters. <laughs> and he continues he's like, for two hours. They, they shut down on only Twitter for two hours and then back oh, up. I will say, though, this is the first time that Mike Lindell goes full Godwin and starts talking about how this, how this is exactly what they, what they did in Nazi Germany. I'm like, it, it, we're over halfway. We should be proud of him on that. Yeah, good for you, buddy. Dr. Shiva's just sliding his chair further and further away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could just watch him regretting all his life choices at this point. This is also where we learn that all the journalists are also watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has this great mind. He's like, journalists, if you're watching, you call me, you call me, you want to trick me into saying that I'm the Batman, even though I am the Batman. I go out and I try and fight people who don't use my pillows. But why don't you be a real journalist and break the story of me yelling with a known fraud and idiot into the camera at OAN until our lawyer passes out from having to push the blackout button so much, huh? Why don't you tell that story? He says, instead of, hey, CNN and the New York Times and Washington Post, Instead of running stories about how I'm committing defamation, maybe you should commit defamation. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should run the story about social media deplatforming by private companies, just like Nazi (laughs) Germany. Yep. (laughs) I lost my Twitter account, just like the Jewish people did in Germany. Exactly. I mean, I remember that scene in Schindler's List, right? Where he's he's standing. It was rough on him because they couldn't. This tweet is a life. This car is a life. (laughs) First they came for parlor. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So so then Dr. Shiva escapes while he still can. And we're introduced to the next guest, Patrick Kolbeck. Mm-hmm. Giant head. Sorry. <laughs> the, the Funko Pop of the bobblehead of Sean Hannity named whatever the fuck, Patrick something. Yeah. So Patrick is another failed politician who's convinced that he was cheated out of something or something. He, this is a guy who was accused a political rival of being a terrorist because he was a Muslim. He's a politician out of Detroit or the Detroit area. <laughs> This is one of my best. This is one of my favorite fade outs too. He's like, so yeah, I was a poll challenger, an official poll challenger in Detroit, and here's what happened. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. I want you to finish your thought this time. You were gonna say Sidney Powell filed a lawsuit about this Detroit thing in fucking Wisconsin, and nothing happened because she's an idiot. Oh. I also love how he brags because everyone has to do the like, I'm a cyber cyber words that are impressive to your grandma. And he's like, I did cabling design on the space station, which is true. To be fair, he actually did do that. And then he's like, and I was a, a Microsoft small business technician. He was a computer salesman to a local staple. Like, that's what that means. Yeah, right. You're not yep. Fooling. Mm-hmm. yep. And then and then sometimes I would go into an insurance salesman's office and be like, oh, these computers are old. Do you want new ones? No. OK, bye. Yeah. <laughs> And in that capacity, in in my expertise, how I just described, 
I went in there and I found a physical wire that went from Detroit to to Joe Biden's house for cancer. <laughs> I didn't follow it all the way out, but a wire went from a box to somewhere. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's China or Joe Biden. At some point, he he makes the argument that if one computer in the room is connected to the internet, then all the computers in the room are connected to the internet. Yes, that is that is my favorite quote from the entire movie. <laughs> if one computer is connected to the internet, they're all connected to the internet. What the fuck? He, he says at one point, he goes, well, you know, just because it's air gap doesn't mean that somebody can't break into it from afar. I'm like, that is precisely what that That's term literally, means. <laughs> literally, air gap means never once connected to the internet at all in any way. He goes... He goes, yeah, and they have firewalls, but some people eat firewalls for breakfast. And I say that not because it's particularly funny, but if you watch this movie, watch Mike Lindell's reaction to that because Mike Lindell, in his crazy coke brain, is picturing someone eating a wall made of fire <laughs> for breakfast. You can see his little beanie reptilian eyes being like, oh, oh wow, seems like that would be hot. That's a wall made out of fire. <laughs> He has the snap in front of his face to bring him back. Mike, Mike, sorry, I shouldn't have said firewall. That's on me. No, stop picturing that. Stop. No, that's not. Water wall. Water wall. There you go. You're fine. Oh. All right. Well, steam wall. Steam wall. God damn it. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. It's a good thing the movie blacked out just then because it was the movie or me. So we're going to take another quick break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will you be convinced by his evidence? Would it even be theoretically possible to be convinced by his evidence? What does he think evidence means? I've been interdicted by his evidence. <laughs> we'll find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the surprise QED conclusion of Absolute Proof. Hey everyone, welcome back to what feels like the 98th hour of this two-hour movie. I'm Mike Liddell, and if you pause the movie at any point, you can see my absolutely destroyed nasal canal. Our next guest up is a guy on the subway who told me demons are in his blood. So, 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 what, 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 would you say those demons in your blood had anything to do with this election? Oh, yeah, totally, man. Wow, 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 wow. New, interesting, and true information. Sure, man. Can I get that 20 bucks now, though? Hey, I said, how'd you like to make 20 bucks? Not that I'd give you 20 bucks. Oh, fuck, man. Business. All right. Now there's proof of evidence, certainly truth right here. Next up is a post-it note that I wrote the words Trump won the election on. Tell us a little bit more about that post-it note. Uh, you're full of shit, man. I'm just a post-it note. Oh, damn it. Well, the post-it notes are correcting me again, so let's take a hard blackout while I smoke some more crack out of an apple in the bathroom. When we come back, more of this forever, because you're in hell and this movie is eternal. I hate you. Quiet, post-it note. <laughs> I do, though. <laughs> and so then I trade in my wheat for corn. Get it? Yeah, kind of. Uh, did a missile just come out of your t-shirt? Yeah, sorry happened? about that. Do you like it? No, no dude, it destroyed no. my bookshelf. Why Why did you put a missile in your t-shirt? Oh, I was trying to compete with Cuts Clothing. What's Cuts Clothing? Oh, they've taken a classic men's fashion staple, the plain tee, and they refined it. 
combining premium quality with a minimalist aesthetic. They make shirts, polos, hoodies, and crew sweatshirts, and they're all super duper cool, super duper futuristic. So, you know. Plus, the shop by cut shopping experience gives you the power to choose your signature t-shirt. You can select your collar, bottom cut, and color. Each cut is tailored to fit your lifestyle. They're sophisticated and presentable for the workplace, yet equally stylish for a night on the town. Cuts actually sent us a few, and they are truly comfortable and an excellent fit for me personally. Entrepreneurs, mavericks, athletes, podcast hosts, everyone loves cuts. Even mavericks, huh? Especially mavericks. They're echoing GQ. It's the only shirt worth wearing. Let's kick off 2021 the right way, starting with your wardrobe. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash gam. That's cutsclothing.com slash gam for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. That does seem pretty cool, guys. Thanks. Oh, Eli, you got a little spot on your... No, uh, don't. A parachute? Parachute, yes. Okay. And we're back for still more of this shit. And at this point, perhaps sensing that my interest might be flagging, <laughs> Mike trots out <laughs> Melissa Carone. That's Giuliani's notoriously drunken witness at the Michigan hearing. This is, did you take him in the back and do something with him then? Huh? Yep. It's that lady. <laughs> they got her to stop drinking for an afternoon. Clearly. Yeah. Which yeah. is impressive. But it's it's very clearly the person who's always drunk being sober for the first time in a month. <laughs> yes. Like her hair is in its nicest beehive. And she's like, <laughs> she doesn't know how to walk in heels when she's not wobbling. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Well, it's so, it, now, honestly, this is just for me and like, I don't know, 3% of our listeners, but she sounds so goddamn Michigan. Yeah. This is what I consider like, because having grown up in Detroit, this is what I consider babysitter accent. Okay. <laughs> so. And we should point out Melissa Carone is going to get the <laughs> suit out of her by Dominion. So, this is obviously her testimony here is what she thinks she can get away with without getting extra sued by Dominion. And it yeah. is dissolved from I watched them, you know, destroy pamphlets and write in Biden instead of Trump, too. I didn't see anyone voting for Trump. Right. Yeah. She says that of all the votes she saw, none of them were for Trump. That's all she's willing to say at this point. Yeah. She was allegedly she walked around machines for like 22 hours and all of them said just Biden in big red letters on the screen. According to her story, <laughs> just for context, she's talking about when they were counting mail in ballots, which were like 80 yep. percent Biden. Yes. Also, she was blackout drunk, and we know that for a fact. Yes, because she existed. Well, no, but no, because the owner of Dominion pulled her aside at one point when she started asking questions <laughs> to say, Ixnay on the Oatvay Ealing stay, I believe. That's she. <laughs> oh, she literally yeah. says that the part owner of Dominion pulled her to the side and says, hey, look, I don't want to hear about any problems that you're finding. <laughs> yeah. And Lindell is like, oh, do you, do you want to say who that was? <laughs> <laughs> Fade back in, Lindell. What? That is amazing what you just told me. Right. So let's get to the heart of Corone's idiocy, right? Which is Corone believes because she was hired as a fucking day player to unjam the fucking vote, the mail-in ballot counters. And what she saw people doing is the vote would jam and they would feed it in. 
and then they would make sure it had registered. And then if it hadn't registered, they would feed it in again. And Melissa Carone, through the 19 apple teenies she had had at the All You Can Eat <laughs> Sizzler, was like, oh my God, they're voting for fucking Joe Biden twice in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Which she explains to us now by saying that what the policy was supposed to be, and these are her words, when it jammed, they were supposed to throw them away and then rescan them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> after they had thrown the battle away. <laughs> Still, if she did actually pull the head of Dominion aside, I would love to be a fly on the wall during that conversation. Excuse me, excuse me. Yes, 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 Melissa. Um, again, Where? you don't have to raise your hand. You can just, yep, go ahead. Where are my shoes? For the third time, Melissa, feet. They're on your feet. You know that. Oh, cool. Look, I don't want to be like a bitch, but I've noticed a pretty serious irregulatory, some stuff that's bad. Irregularity? Yeah. Okay. What's up? So, like, the numbers are, like, way too high. Like, what? This one's a 40. Um, you're holding an empty container of malt liquor. Yeah. That and it used to be a 40. Yep. Coincidence? No, no. And I beg you to stop drinking it. We're trying to do a thing. Exactly. And another thing. Another thing. <sighs> All right. All right. I haven't seen anyone vote for Donald Trump, the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no one is voting right now, Melissa. We're counting the votes. Then how do we know who's prom queen? Again, nobody's going to be the prom queen. So I wore this tiara for nothing? Yes. Whatever. Where's everyone going after? Home. You guys want to go to Denny's? I would fucking kill a grand slam no, right now. No, no, nobody wants to do that. You told me. me to stop standing next to you blackly. Well, you were. Okay, see that right there? That's what I'm talking about. You, you can't say that. I sent a sex tape of myself to my boyfriend's ex-wife. I know you did, Melissa. Everybody knows you did. I got in trouble. Yep, you did. Yep, read about it. Where are my shoes? Okay. Okay, Anna's amazing. E e e <laughs> Eli, you're fired. <laughs> fair, fair. If we could just get Anna to do an entire review as Melissa Carell. <laughs> Patreon, Patreon goal, goal, ladies and yes. gents. Patreon goal. All right. So he kicks her out because she's like, hey, look, I haven't had a drink and it's 2.13 p.m. already. So will you blow into this so I can drive myself home? <laughs> <laughs> so then he introduces Matt DiPerno. But he's got a pretty good uh, plan for his little section here. He wants to get a DA killed. <laughs> yes. That's his goal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. This was some scary shit. Yeah. So he's back to talk about Antrim County a little bit more. And the way he tells the story, everybody voted. And then they saw the next day that their county had gone for Biden. And then they all got together at a town meeting and said, hey, did you vote for Biden? Well, I didn't vote for Biden. And then so they had to sue the county to get them to change the numbers. None of that's true. None of it. None of it is true. And Mike Lindell, by the way, keeps embellishing it. Like, and then they all got together and did a musical number where they were like, we ain't voting for no commie. We ain't voting for no commie. He's got a heist movie going on in his head. No, the county just completely admitted they're like, we tried to scotch tape an ethernet cable to yeah. a thing and 
Got it wrong. Eleni probably took a thumb drive out too early. That's what probably happened. They're yes. still investigating, but they're like, yeah, no, I'm telling you. They were like, oh, there's trouble. Trouble in Gareth City. <laughs> no, <laughs> Melissa Carone walked up and down our rows and she bumped all the USB drives <laughs> right. out with her yeah, shin because exactly. she's an idiot, stumbly. <laughs> Oh my god, is that lipstick in the computer? Gimme! Oh, no. It's metal. So, <laughs> is this one lipstick? Oh, <laughs> nah. No. This one? No. Uh, and then and then we, we black out fade and cut to them looking over a bunch of unidentified documents with numbers on them, right? So it just fades out, and when it comes back, we're like going like, well, these are very interesting documents that you've had. Well, it's very interesting. That's good stuff right there. That's very convincing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just one thing. So this is, I believe, supposed to be the forensic report done by Matt's forensic experts. And if you're wondering what kind of experts we're dealing with, I put a link in our notes here. But Matt asked the judge to keep all of his forensic experts a secret. Yes, yes. Yeah. And the judge was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I don't want anyone to know who my forensic experts were, but I'll like tell you what they said. And the judge was like, no. <laughs> How did you ever think the law worked? And by the way, his forensic expert, the Russell guy from before, yep. the guy who whistled when he talked. <laughs> that dude. So yeah, but they're they're looking over this their evidence and what they've got once again is these numbers out of Antrim and if you don't tell anybody the story it's really damning, right? Because it has what they reported out that night and then what the actual votes were. And they're way off. Like the actual, the report that night was heavily in favor of Biden. The actual votes were heavily in favor of Trump because of the aforementioned problem with the thumb drive and the mistake that they freely admitted and immediately said, oh, yeah, 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 we got to do a hand recount. We'll figure this out and fix it. Skynet, Terminator, Apocalypse. <laughs> the machines are coming. <laughs> Mike Lindell says it's the machines in a scary voice 19 times in this movie. Yes, he does. He's also... He can't stop doing that like magician overproving thing. He's like, and we've never met before this, right? I didn't tell you what card to think <laughs> well, of. There's been no collusion right? between you and I. <laughs> now, would you please examine up my sleeves? <laughs> right. And, and so the big gotcha that he reveals at this point is, you know, they say that those voting machines aren't connected to the Internet. But here, right here, you can see in their instruction book how to network the machines. So it's not a secret. It's in the fucking manual. <laughs> That sounds like a manual. That's what a manual would say, no? Yeah. But this, this is amazing because they don't understand the difference between connecting the computers to each other and connecting the computers to the internet in the sky. Right, no, no. Network is internet in their minds. That is all it fucking shows you, right? And they later show a different one that shows you how to connect the machine that reports out the votes. Yeah. <laughs> Because they were hoping when they opened the manual, it would be like a picture of a carrier pigeon with numbers written on its skull. Yeah, you just open up the cage and that's how you report out the votes. I love to, at one point he goes, now we don't know who did this. And Mike's like, I know, I know. I'm going to tell him at the end. You don't know, but I know. Is it the machines? I was, I'm going to tell him at the end. And I'm just like, dude, why are you interviewing people if you know more than all of them? <laughs> oh, there will not be. We've talked about it a couple of times. There will never be a guest who finishes a sentence in this movie where Mike doesn't turn to camera and be like, oh, I, I can actually tell you about that. I mean, I'm, a, I'm assuming they won't black out while I'm saying that information because even my lawyer won't let me say that. But I didn't trust me. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yeah, this is where Matt DiPerno is like, so at 11.03 p.m. and 
Michael Dell's like, oh shit, I know what's going to happen. And Matt Brown was like, nope, no, I wasn't making a big point yet. It was just saying what, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What time it was. Here it comes. I just want to cut in to tell everybody that I uh, already knew the first half of your sentence before you said it. Uh, go ahead and say the second <laughs> half of it. I just right. want everybody to know that this yeah. is not new information to me. You know what? I'll say the sentence, and then you say it was eleven or three p.m. Yeah. Now, now, now you go. Oh, I know what's about to you say. That. <laughs> um, I'm actually not allowed to say what I want to say next because I'll get sued by <laughs> hard blackout. Yes, exactly right. He says like, well, you know, we issued a report. Now they they seem to think that they're going to fool us into thinking because it has the word report on the top of it, it's some legal document or something. But like you and I can release a fucking report. And that's what this is, right? This is just yep. their fucking thing that they released, which the AP described as a deluge of false claims. And Mike's like, I bet Twitter suppressed your report just like they do with my pillows in my movies, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and not only is this so full of shit that when they passed it past the judge to be like, hey, we know we're in the middle of getting sued, but can we put our big lie report out? The judge was like, I mean, yeah, it's bad for your fucking case, but <laughs> it's not Google Maps to anybody's house. So sure, it's technically well, legal. And and they use that as an argument in their favor. He's like, and Mike Lindell's like, well, the judge said you could put this out, didn't they? And I was like, that's not the judge saying it's true. <laughs> Right. The judge simply said it was not illegal for you to put that out at this time. That's all the endorsement that judge gave. Yep. You can do a math problem wrong during a court case. They'll let you do it for a second, yeah. I guess. Your Honor, I'd like to submit into evidence my fan fiction of me and Captain Kirk making sweet, sweet love on Star Trek. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. OK, I mean, it, it's in. It's I'll evidence. It. So it I'm happened curious. now. So, yeah, exactly. And, and, he, and he keeps saying, like, well, you know, the information in our report, if revealed, I'm like, I can read this report online right now. Like, I can't share it on Facebook <laughs> and Twitter because it's bullshit about the election. You know, it's a lie about who the president is. But I can go read it if I want. It's not being suppressed. I have to find it through DuckDuckGo because you're a fucking crazy person. But I can, in <laughs> fact, find it. Yeah. You can go shout it in a public square, Mike Lindell. In fact, I think you should do that. Yeah. I think you should spend some time doing that. Better use of time and money. Perfectly legal. In fact, I think you're doing that right now, <laughs> you dumb fuck. And they go a little blackout happy here, too, because they start yeah. talking about the CEO of Dominion Software. It's like the judge said that we could blackout, but the information would reveal the CEO of Dominion Software. <laughs> blackout. Oh, yeah. Struggle. Like you can hear the lawyer being like, please, Jerry. Please don't turn the camera back on. <laughs> I'll suck your dick, Jerry. I'll suck. I'll make you feel so good if you don't turn the camera back on. This is when they do a fade out during a sentence that doesn't actually get cut off, too. They just like do an extra fade out, and I'm pretty sure the editor just won a bet there. But they did so many, so many blackouts, and then they fade back in, and it's again Mike Lindell being like, "Wow." Just wow. Wow. That was amazing what I just heard, and you did not. <laughs> So, of course, they keep going back to the Antrim County thing. And, and like, this is the fourth time they've gone back to the well on this. So that's a real good indication that you don't have any good evidence when you have to just keep using the same evidence over and over and over again. But I, I only bring it up again because he points out, like, he's like, we all heard about Antrim County. And that's how he introduces everything. 
We all heard about X. It's never such and such a reputable news agency reported on something, right? It's always just we heard about and that's enough. Right. Well, it's Fox News speak for dummies, right? Because Fox News does that. that. That's their trick of being like, people are saying that Obama's a Muslim right. so that right. they can get yeah. away with saying it. But it's for idiots. So he's just like, you know, a lot of people are saying, hey, here's the phone number of the man I want you to kill. Did I get it? Am I good? <laughs> a great philosopher once said that Antrim, can it might have been Socrates or me earlier. I forget who. <laughs> Rumors abound. Would you like to buy some Coke from me? <laughs> <laughs> Airtight. <laughs> Then, with all the grace and subtlety of Louis C.K. flirting, we cut to a video of Dominion's director of strategy and security at some voting equipment expo freely admitting to all the shit that they're saying is a secret. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just being so cool. They're just getting asked questions and being like, oh, what? Um, what's the connection technology? Every jurisdiction can choose whatever they want or, you know, none at all, whatever you want to do to report the numbers. <laughs> and it's like, aha! Right. <laughs> what? What? Aha, <laughs> uh -huh, what? Well, and what's what's amazing is they're too stupid to know that it disproves their point. Right. Because the, the questions which are pointed at important are like, hey, is everything on a VPN? And he's like, yeah, man, it's all on a VPN. It's a cellular modem VPN. So you can connect it to any networks. But inside the machine is a virtual private network. So it can't be hacked into. Except all they're hearing is, so I could download the pornography onto that thing is what you're saying. Right. I could yes. get the Disney Plus. Can we on watch there. Netflix on it? No, <laughs> no. Also, just more generally, this whole th none of this matters. None of the things they're saying matters because 90% of votes have a physical paper trail. Right. We check it. We can check it. Yes. In fact, the 2016 election has more doubt in terms of a paper trail because it was more like 80% at that point. The only places in 2020 that didn't have a paper trail were some counties in Texas, Tennessee, Louisiana, Mississippi, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, and New Jersey. None of those states are mentioned in this movie. None of them were disputed. No, no not even remotely. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, and then we have probably my favorite jump cut of this entire fucking movie, which is where they're looking over a just a random fucking chart, and Mike Lindell opens up this scene going like, well, what's that? It looks like it was manipulated. What? <laughs> That's exactly how he says it. Now, I guarantee you this is the result of him saying, no, 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 just I'll, I'll come into this naturally. Trust, trust me, I'll... <laughs> I'll lead you into it. <laughs> I'll take it from the top. Holy fucking shit, a spider! <laughs> no, Mike, yes. Mike, and... every time you don't know what to say, you can't say there's a spider. Spider. <laughs> Michael Scar on FBI. No. Nope. Okay, now we're really off track. But I love this chart because this chart is the proof that they injected the votes in, right? Yes. And the way that you would show that is that only Joe Biden had votes injected in at those spots. Except that's not what the chart shows. It nope. very clearly shows both candidates having votes counted. No, but there's a red circle around the. Oh, the you're one right. Spot there was a red circle, and that's why would you put a red like circle a around something if it was innocent? But yeah, that's the chart we're looking at. It's an hour by hour tabulation or something like that of the votes coming in in Michigan, and of course there are points where, like you know, Wayne County reports. The, you know, the county with Detroit <laughs> in it or whatever. So there's a huge spike, and of course, whenever there's a huge spike it's generally going to be a big advantage for the Democrats because the Democrats get a lot more fucking votes out of large cities. So we're seeing this chart where it's just like a little bit of red, a little bit of blue, a little bit of red, a little bit of blue, ton of red, a little bit of blue. 
And they're like, mm, looks like some manipulation. No, the fuck it doesn't. It looks like Detroit voted too. <laughs> yeah, there's not a guy like hand delivering ballots one at a time with perfectly even pacing one by one. Stay this in pace with me. We go like this. This is the speed of voting. Four, two, five, three, six, four, seven, eight. Oh, I lost count. We have to start all the election over. We have to bring everyone back in. <laughs> he goes, there's a point where Mike Lindell looks in because he says, you know, we don't know where this uh, giant spike here comes from. And Mike Lindell, of course, says, well, I do. I'm going to tell you later. I'll show you the evidence. Could it be China? Yes. I'm like, you're fucking up the T's, dude. You don't say. You say <laughs> he doesn't know. And then this is my favorite line in the whole goddamn movie. In terms of scale, how would you say this? this is, uh, <laughs> how bad right, of an is it act relatively was this? The biggest, in Mike Lindell's words, quote, the biggest crime against humanity in history, end quote. Ooh. Worse than the Holocaust, the Holodomor, the institution of slavery. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. I am sure that Mike Lindell thinks this is worse than the Holocaust, the Holodomor, <laughs> and the institution of slavery. Yeah. Some of which might not have even happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. According yeah. to Mike okay. Lindell, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so and maybe this is too narrow cast. But, you know, I worked as a professional magician for years and I can't tell you how many times I was stuck after like a corporate gig listening to a coked up Mike Lindell do exactly this monologue. I became nostalgic. It was very interesting when he was just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just like, oh, man, do I smell like scotch? And am I waiting for my Uber to get here? <laughs> <laughs> you should open a restaurant. Yeah, totally. Those are great so investments. All right, and then we cut back from our fucking mid-sentence fade out, and we have a tweet in the background, and I love this tweet so goddamn much. So this is Dana Nessel, Michigan's attorney general. She sends out a tweet that basically says, hey, you know, when you file frivolous lawsuits, you risk losing your license to practice law. You risk disbarment and, and, and censure. And he's presenting this as like, look at this. They're trying to chill the opposition. They're trying to scarce. Like, yeah. From filing frivolous lawsuits. <laughs> while trying to chill her speech. Right. Right. It, 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 the only way it's more ironic is that he's like, can you believe them trying to shut down my speech? I sure hope someone pretends to murder that lady, man, because that would really free up the speech. <laughs> yeah, if right. I showed people who were screened for fucking mental illness before they watched this her Twitter and told them that she was coming for their bodily fluids. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> At one point, they show the tweet again in sepia tone. <laughs> with, with that Vaderian theme rising behind it. Yeah. <laughs> trying, to, trying to use a tweet as a pop scare? There's, <laughs> there's also a point. Okay, this is Mike Lindell peak stupidity here. At one point, he's talking to this guy. He's pointing at the tweet. They've got it on a screen behind him. And he asked the guy to remind him the woman's name who sent it. He's reading it. He's like, Dan, 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 Dan. Remind me your name. Dan, Dan. He's like, Dana, Dana, Dana. That's How right. do you pronounce the A with a circle around it? <laughs> what letter is that? <laughs> I don't know that one. What the, what's the pound sign doing? There? Is that an octothorpe? I don't understand any of this. Goddamn umlauts coming to our country. He goes, 
Well, now here you've got one of the few cases with 100% proof. I'm like, well, if you have 100% proof, why are you so worried about being disbarred for filing frivolous fucking lawsuits? Oh, (laughs) the the lawyer's mini breakdown here where he's like, people challenge elections, okay? They do. They challenge elections with secret forensic teams that they don't want anyone (laughs) to know about. And then... They go on OAN after a 90-second disclaimer in a movie filled with hard blackouts to defend those challenges. That's <laughs> <Stop>. very normal. <laughs> Stop. And then we get blocked by Dana Nessel. This is tyranny. This tyranny. is can you hear the people say? <laughs> but seriously, give me a Twitter back. We want our Twitter back. And again, he doesn't realize that this is working against his point. Right. He's pointing out that, yes, people challenge election results all the time, and it doesn't end like this none of this shit happens so clearly you're allowed to do it you're just not allowed to do it the way you fucking idiots are doing it and one last thing about this he talks about the washington post interview which i looked up and by the way i don't blame him for not quoting it because she's like the guy's a fucking idiot who shouldn't be a lawyer but he's like she told the washington post some bad things. I'm not going to say what she said. I'm not going to even show a link to the Washington Post article because the headline is I'm a big fucking fraud. Yes. Exactly. But let's just say she went on to the Washington Post and she said she would kill my dog. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> so. Just to be clear. Dana Nessel refusing to give Dana Nessel and really the court system refusing to give them unlimited do overs on counting stuff. Yep. Is the conspiracy. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. We've done we've done some do overs. We've done audits. Yep. They just won't give you unlimited do overs. Right. That's it. Right. When I showed up at Olive Garden the next day, they said I had to buy new breadsticks. And I said that wasn't the deal. (laughs) This is tyranny. (laughs) And also, okay, I got to point this out, too. The subplot of this movie, we haven't mentioned it yet, is Mike Lindell trying to pronounce Zuckerberg. And it is the line that kept me going. It's not a hard name. Shuckabuck. What? Sim Sam Zuckabuck. Let's do it in pieces, buddy. Yep. Zuck. Zuck. Er. Er. Berg. Berg. Zuckerberg. Sunker tank. Nope. I don't know why I thought that would work. I knew. Obviously, it was the last part. You were going to get it wrong. He also, he's, this is where he starts introducing the whole, like, you know, he's trying to put a positive spin on this. He's like, you know, all this information is going to come out and then we're all going to be unified. We're all going to buy my pillows and everybody's going to do a same song in the same key and it'll just be great. He (laughs) says at one point, this will reveal all the evil and all the criminals in the country. I'm like, all of them, Mike? All of them? (laughs) Like the jaywalkers? Because meth is illegal. (laughs) I just want to point out. (laughs) He might as well call a doodly do that we don't see. (laughs) What's that? A golden retriever puppy? (laughs) The harp starts going and they just fade out. (laughs) Right, right. You black out your own doodly do, man? (laughs) Yep. So weird. All right. So now we're an hour and 36 minutes into the movie. The moment we've all been waiting for, he's about to make with the proof. Oh, God, I love the proof. So it's time to hear from his special guest, Mary Fanning, who couldn't bother to fly out there. (laughs) She is one of the original authors of the America Report, which is the report that like the the fucking genesis of, I'd say, 95 percent of Dominion's lawsuits now. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, he forgot that she didn't fly out to come see him at his weird desk in his house. He's like, <laughs> Mary Fanning, thanks for coming on. And he looks over yes. next to him yes. and nothing's there. And he's like, oh, you're not. You're but he plays it cool. He plays it cool. He's like, don't worry, Mike. Just keep looking in that direction. And maybe no one will notice. <laughs> he does sense. a fake handshake. He fixes his hair and looks back up at the screen. I knew you were on the screen. Hello. You thought he was going to put makeup on and be like, <laughs> <laughs> just move his lips while she's talking on Skype. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, for those of you who aren't familiar enough with the American report, let me just give you a quick rundown. That would be the theory that there is a supercomputer called the hammer. Yes. Yep. Yes. That America has <laughs> that it used to steal, to change. To interdict <laughs> Israel. We interdicted the fuck out of Israel with the hammer. <laughs> so, all right. So I want to, I want you to imagine that all of the yarn and pins in all of Glenn Beck's life were all placed together <laughs> on one chart over a Mercator projection and then digitized. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what we're going to look at. That is the evidence he's been building to for an hour and 35 minutes is this insanity chart with just lines going all over the world saying like, and she's going like, you can see the individual votes that they're stealing. I'm like, where are the votes? <laughs> <laughs> he starts zooming in and playing Pac-Man with it's crazy. Okay. I have what I believe to be breaking news about this graphic. Okay. The world is flat. <laughs> I believe this graphic to be flightmaps.com. <laughs> I, that's okay. certainly okay. what it looks now like. Look, yeah. I do not know this to be the case. <laughs> but if you go to flightconnections.com and type in the random countries that Mary Fanning lists during her interview, you get a graphic that looks, I will say it, suspiciously similar to the one she tells us is a real-time graphic of China hacking us on election night. <laughs> no claims? Wow. Oh my God, yes, it is. It's the exact same, like, where you can see America twice on it and everything. Oh, no. Okay. I have some questions about this graphic, wherever it might be from. Please take me there. First question, why are there colors? Well, because because the red are the most severe attacks. Those are the hackiest of hacks. Yes, Those the, are the, most, hacky the, most, the okay. most hackiest. Got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, 66% of the intrusions came from China. If you're wondering where the other 34% came from, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Second question. So we're seeing... Little arcs going from mostly mm -hmm. China into Georgia or whatever showing, right, yeah. look, they're shooting hacks at us. That's them <laughs> shooting hacks. But not directly. Why were we shooting hacks into Europe? Like, <laughs> yep. They were yeah, shooting no, votes right, into us. Right. Why would we shoot to hide them? We were hiding votes in Europe? Well, so we were trying to grab some German votes to make up for all the ones China kept stealing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> also, if this isn't a flight map, which it fucking is, why are the hacks traveling in an arc to get yes, to America? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why are they taking great circle routes and whatnot? <laughs> That's the shape of most Ethernet cables. Oh, oh no, you're right. They are bendy. They are bendy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. E Ethernet cables are notoriously parabolic. It's, it's uh, just physics. So, 
And so, yeah, so she shows us this chart and that she's about to go on to the conspiracies about her term, the Wuhan virus, <laughs> but she stops. She's like, I'm sorry, Mike, do you have any questions before we go on? He's looking at this batshit crazy fucking map with 9,000 lines going in every possible direction. He's like, no, not really. No, <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. Because look, she is a crazy person and she has a lie chart that she's showing an even dumber, crazy person who's full of lies. Right. And she's like, hey, man, do you have any questions? But they're both lying and they both, at least on some level, know it. So he's like, yeah. Uh, nope. Nope, nothing that doesn't negate either of our shits. No. So yeah, right. he, he just says each one of these line arcy things is one hundred percent proof. Each of them, so we're at like a bajillion percent proof, <laughs> yeah, right? right? There's a lot mm -hmm. of lines. And she's like, that wasn't a question. That's but, uh, literally his question is, so this chart is a hundred percent proof, huh? Each line. <laughs> yep. He, he says, well, it's our claim written down. He's like, well, that's the same thing, though, right? That's right. <laughs> Why don't I show you the colors again? Remember yeah. what I said? <laughs> All right. The most depressing moment is like, he's like, you know, this is the same thing I was telling the president when I met with him. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Let's not forget these exact batshit ramblings were presented in the Oval Office at one point. Right. And by the way, what he <laughs> presented to Donald Trump was that Donald Trump won the popular vote. Yep. By 20 million votes. <laughs> Look, I get it. Your grandma's an idiot. She grew up in a different generation. She walks Fox News and then them BLMs got on there. So now she watches OAN. But if you are so confused as to believe that Donald Trump won the popular vote in this country by 20 million votes... I don't believe you're capable of figuring out pants. I believe he was naked from the waist down. There's no way you managed a button and a zipper and you think Donald Trump won this last election by 20 million votes. And then, okay, we introduce this next, please, dear God, last guest. I started writing that in the notes like four guests ago. It's not. This is where we talk to General McInerney. A good objective source like a Trump military advisor would be. Yep. He comes to us via FaceTime. And for those who aren't familiar with General McInerney, he's the one who would not stop saying China created COVID to distract us from them stealing our election. So he got fired by Fox fucking news. Yes. Yeah. Too crazy for Fox News. Fox General McInerney. Had to distance itself from this guy. He also said that torture worked on John McCain and he called him Songbird John. Yep. Fox fired him a second time for that or that might have been the first time he got fired by Fox. He also said we should strip search all Muslim men 18 to 28 at the airport every time they come into the country. He also is an 80-year-old man in a baseball cap. So why would anyone take him seriously any fucking And the hat is so big. And his, the weight of this hat is like <laughs> tilting his head. He can barely keep it balanced. Because he's tried to general up his cap, right? Because yeah. he reached general when he was in the military and then, you know, time went forward. So he's tried to like put his stars and bars on his little cap. <laughs> he would he would look less silly with the accidental cat filter. <laughs> All right. And then at one point, Mike Lindell was like, you know, I, I, I got to say one thing that doesn't make any sense about our theory is that we were in control of every relevant governmental department when this happened. Um, do you have any idea how our 
our idea can even be reconciled with that fact. And the general's like, nope. And he's like, oh, okay. I was just, well, I was just curious. Not super <laughs> I important. I was just wondering. <laughs> Moving on. So, okay. Grandma who was watching this, she's asleep and convinced of her opinions anyway. So you can say whatever the fuck you want. If you want to know how dirty this fucking movie gets at one point, literally, there's a blackout. It comes up. Mike says the word yes. And then there's another blackout. <laughs> <laughs> And then he tells us again that when this comes out, that they'll have the greatest revival ever and we will be one nation under God. Yes. Uh huh. This, yeah, his movie is going to save the world. He, it's like he forgot he was doing this on OAN. So he's trying to bring it back to the Christian message at the last minute. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. And then he introduces his next. And as I wrote in my notes, please, sweet Jesus, I will slice off a finger with a can opener, make this the last guest. Terry Turchi. Now, he's the former assistant to the regional undersecretary of the Department of Homeland Security <laughs> or something along those lines. And Mike Lindell introduces him by saying like, OK, so we've just shown everyone in the world 100 percent evidence, whatever the fuck that would mean, that this is an attack on <laughs> our country. And I'm like, did I can you give me a time? Did I sleep? I fell asleep. Can you give me a timestamp on where the evidence was? Because. <laughs> 11.03 p.m. Nope. <laughs> like, I don't even know what 100% evidence would be, but I still know you didn't show me that. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, where was the FBI? And the guy's like, yeah, where was the FBI? Well, I'll tell you, the government has been penetrated hard cut. Yeah, right. <laughs> we should really be talking about the penetration. I'm like, ooh, ooh, take me there, Terry. And then it blacks out. Yeah. And then Mike Liddell starts talking directly to the Supreme Court. He says, I am not making this up. He's like, well, you know, there's going to be nine Supreme Court justices watching this. <laughs> it's like this movie, really? Um, you think so, man? Maybe six. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, certainly three. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, if you're watching this together, don't let Clarence get you a soda. That's all I'm going to say. He's got this weird <laughs> prank he does. So, and Mike's like, because this guy used to be in the FBI. So Mike's like, so if you were still in the FBI, you would probably shoot somebody with a gun about this, right? You'd do some an action sequence with a car chase. And he's like, oh yeah, total action sequence. Oh, totally, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and the closing, and this is my favorite part. Mike Liddell's like, thanks for everything you do for the country. <laughs> and this other guy, this FBI guy's like, Ah, uh, you want me to say something back? You too. <laughs> Thank you also you for too. The pillows. Pillow salesman. <laughs> you You're too. an engineer. Great. <laughs> Pillow engineer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So now Mike is going to take it home, right? The guests are all done. He's looking directly into the microphone. This is the closest to a bit that he's rehearsed that we get. He goes, now you've all seen absolute proof. And I'm like, what are you even talking about? The map? <laughs> The map the with map? the lines that the you map? didn't source? The flight map? Was that the absolute proof? The chart? From the lady who wouldn't even come? The chart with the <laughs> hexadecimal on it that I was supposed to, you were scrolling through super quick? Was that it? Where was it? Mission, mission accomplished, I said. Oh, okay. Mission American stock footage. Yeah, <laughs> right. He basically gives us the whole smash that like button speech. And then he... he Talks directly to the SCOTUS for a little while, and then he quotes Ronald Reagan because of fucking course he does. Mm -hmm. It's time to wake Grandma back up. Ronald Reagan. Well, I liked him. Well, he right. he was funny. He was in a movie with a monkey. <laughs> so, and then we get the little America montage. <laughs> yeah, right. Where we see in order 
Mount Rushmore, the Iwo Jima Monument, an American flag in front of Purple <laughs> Mountain's Majesty. Right, right. They're doubling up the Blue Angels, the St. Louis Arch, and Weird. I shit you not, literal amber waves of grain. <laughs> we do. <laughs> it might as well be soldiers pushing up a flag at Twitter HQ, like <laughs> Jima. <laughs> fighting back, patriots. <laughs> so- so the, the question to close on, I think, is, is fairly obvious. Gentlemen, what the fuck did that guy just say? No idea. Yeah, you got me. You got me. No. All right. Well, fair enough. Luckily for us, though, here at God Awful Movies, the lovely and talented Anna Bosnick has turned Mike Lindell's exact words into a song for us that should clear everything up. Hit it, Anna. The biggest thing against humanity And our country's this attack from these machines They've got this opened up, this revealed The machines to where we are right now So what we're gonna watch during this show Is 100% proof that the big thing was the theft From these other countries that came in to attack our country From these machines that are meant to steal elections and we've all seen in the last month you think it wasn't communists coming to take us over if the vote goes into the adjudication bucket whoever's running the voting system gets to vote that vote however they want they're suppressing cancel culture they're trying to cancel us all out I've just seen the churches, the Christian churches, they're being attacked right now. Well, you said before that you could only lose if there was election fraud even beforehand. If one computer's connected to the internet, they're all connected to the internet. Wow, so, 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 everything that uh, everybody's been talking about out there That they're trying to suppress saying that they That we, we, we've heard that machines aren't even online And you're saying that 27 states use this and the servers were overseas So they can go over there and change the vote however they want Send it back, cyberly. This would be in the middle of the night on November 4th. Um, is this something? Would you, would, would you know anything about that? I mean to, I mean so they, uh, uh, um, oh, what, what, what we've all heard out there is that they went over there. Some guy even admitted that he did it. And we gonna have his affidavits up here um, uh, what do you what's your opinion on that guys did um 
did Anna just accidentally write a Phoebe Bridgers song? That's what it is. Yes. yes. That was bothering Absolutely. me. Phoebe all right. Bridgers. All yeah. right. All right, so and well, that does it for our review. And thank you, Anna, so much for that amazing job. Amazing. <laughs> and well, that does it for our review of Absolute Proof. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet because if this movie didn't break us, nothing can. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Oh, don't speak so soon, no illusions, because next week we'll be reviewing Ben Shapiro's oh, fuck. Mass Shootings Are the Fault of the Children Who Don't Fight Back with Guns Hard Enough movie, Run, Hide. Fight. Oh my God. I, I hate to admit, I've really been looking forward to this one. <laughs> so, with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 287 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors for help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five-star review and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Gay, The Citation, Need a D&D Minus, and The Skeptic Ride, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Her theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Drafts on Mars. All of the music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a check of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm an illusionist promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close. Mike Lindell went on to be an extremely important figure in achieving... Parkland survivor David Hogg would go on to start a rival pillow company called Good Pillow specifically to bankrupt this asshole. And you can pre-order yours today. <laughs> That's real. General McInerney continues his quest to fist fight China. <laughs> <laughs> I've been interdicted and I just can't get enough. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC, copyright 2021, all rights reserved.